How to start your entrepreneur journey? Want to grow your business and take it to the next level? How to become a successful leader? If you have this type of question, you are in the right place. Welcome to Shazi Boys. Each week, you will hear mind-blowing interviews, some of the greatest and most influential minds, as well as actionable tips and strategy that you can implement in your daily life to harness, control, and use your own skill set to achieve ultimate success and live the life you want. And now, please welcome your host. Shazi Voice, the podcast. Season 1, Episode 3. Hello and welcome to Shazi Voice. This is your host, Shazi Dao. Here, where we listen and learn the life story of successful people who share their knowledge, their journey towards their destination. Today, we are really great to have Mansi Agarwal, corporate trainer, coach, and obviously a great storyteller who tells the story in a different way to grab the attention of audience. To talk about Mansi, she doesn't fit into a particular word or a profession. She's a teacher who has trained many bankers government and corporate employee and national level speech contest winner. She is also an enthusiastic Toastmaster who has achieved the Toastmaster title, the highest recognition offered by Toastmaster International for leadership and public speaking skills. She is a tutor at Udemy with more than 4,000 students. She likes to be known as someone who truly gave her best to each of her artistic pursuits. You're also known as a very good photographer. So we would like to welcome Mansi Agarwal into Shazi Voice. Hello and welcome again. Thank you so much, Rajiv. It's really, really nice that we're doing this. And I'm so glad to be here. Very glad to be connected with all my friends from Bangladesh. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. So would like to hear about your story from your own thought. Okay, Shoji, where do you want me to start? Well, uh, I want to know the story of Mansi Agarwal, who you are today. Right. And how you became the Mansi Agarwal <laughs> from the ordinary Mansi Agarwal. Okay, so I am Mansi Agarwal. I'm a corporate trainer, I'm a speaker, and I also do a lot of content creation on social media. So that is who I am today. I'm also a professional photographer. I have photographed many children because that's what I do and I'm also a food photographer and I worked on a book which features the royal food of the people of Nepal. So these are basically some of the things I do. I'm also a TEDx speaker and a distinguished Toastmaster, right? Yeah. Now having said all of this, how did I become all of these things? Really my journey has been a journey of struggles. So for me personally, uh, the entire last 10-15 years of my life have been about many many lessons and learning on the job every single day. I was, I'm an Indian, I was born in Calcutta many many years ago and even when I was in college I was a very good student but I was married off early and I came to Nepal because my husband is a Nepali. Mm -hmm. In Nepal I realized that it was a very different place from Calcutta and I realized that I really needed to upskill myself if I wanted to be who I envisioned to be one day. And when I got into this journey of upskilling, I decided I'm going to learn anything and everything that I possibly can. So I learned photography, I learned food styling, I learned food photography, I learned speaking. 
around the same time or actually before that I came across Toastmasters and Toastmasters gave me a huge platform and it gave me my voice although I did have a few thoughts I didn't really know how to express them or where to express them after I got involved with Toastmasters I I got a chance to express myself in ways that I never thought were possible and I also got a chance to connect with people who were similar to me and who wanted to share their thoughts with the world. After I became very active as a Toastmaster member, soon a lot of work started throwing my way. I started getting lots and lots of public speaking and training opportunities. I took up most of these and I'm very proud to announce that I've worked with many, 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 many different organizations in Nepal. Today, however, the reason people know me maybe is because of the one video I created that went viral. During this lockdown, I had decided to spend my time creating content that I thought was meaningful and because I wanted to learn video making, initially I started by making simple videos and one day I happened to make a video which just said seven reasons to never ever visit Nepal and that video went viral and it went so viral that till today I still get people messaging me and calling me and telling me Didi we love you for that video thank you so much for that video so for me that video really changed a lot of things about the way I work I'm now going to be creating more yeah. content I'm committed to that I want to talk about Nepal in great detail because it's my neighborhood it's my country it's where I live I would also like to speak about India because that's where I'm from that's also my country I would also like to cover more places in the South Asian region but that's going to take a bit of time hopefully after the situation normalizes I will be able to travel a bit more and connect with more people and share more stories and collaborate more with others yeah, that's great. Uh, to the audience who are listening to this Josie voice, for your kind emotion, seven reasons you have never ever visited in uh, Nepal. It's gone viral. So currently it is viewed more than two million. Two million people have already watched this content. So if you didn't get it, please do it right now. And I'm so glad. Thank you so much for that really promo there, Shoji. Yes. The video did go viral. I have more than 2.4 million views now. Now we're waiting that hopefully one day it's going to touch 5 million views. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm getting greedy now. Yeah, and I'm uh, looking for the double digit. Oh, okay. You are definitely more ambitious than I am, I'm guessing. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much for that, Shoji. We're really encouraged. Yeah, the energy you are passing through, it uh, energized myself to see the double digit. I'm so glad. Thank you so much, Roji. Thank you. I will definitely, definitely thank you when it happens. Okay. So, when you decided, yes, this is my path. I never decided. The path you was choose right now. I never decided this okay. is my path. For me, life just happened. And it's a very sad thing to say, but I was not sure about what I wanted to do with my life for a very, very long time. For me, things just came and world just came one from the other from the other. And I just started... Uh, trying out many new things to figure out exactly what I liked and for me when this particular stream that is public speaking and training came into my life I was extremely happy because it gave me again a chance to express myself which I didn't really have otherwise and I also got a chance to meet new people so for me this was amazing and when this path opened up in my life I realized that I enjoyed it a lot and it was only in hindsight that I realized that this is my path Right. So, 
I saw that your content this is a really amazing and you tell a story from a different angle and uh, the story you have tell it became a story so my question is that how to tell a powerful story so that it can engage more audience and it can reach more engagement create more vibes and uh, go to viral right so uh, see i don't really know enough about virality i'm going to tell you that very honestly for me it was a fluke shot that it went viral but what i can tell you is this i think that if you want a story to touch people and to connect with people you have to have emotion and when i was making this video i never thought that my video had any emotion at all but i did realize after the video that there were thousands of people who are from nepal but who live in different parts of the world who watched it and who connected with it so for me that way without realizing it i had connected with emotions of people so for anybody who's looking to share a good story if a story is able to connect with people and it's able to connect with their thoughts and their feelings you have a story that wins of course it's great to have a story that also surprises people but surprise is going to be later you have to have a story which connects with people people should feel connected to you through your story and that's the only way they're going to be able to like what you're saying it's great so if a newcomer want to follow your footstep okay how they do it or Number one, they have to be extremely, extremely good about uh, public speaking, right? In the sense that they have to be able to speak and express themselves wonderfully, which means that they have to have a lot of coaching and training and practice in public speaking. That's number one. Number two. What I also feel is if somebody wants to follow in my footsteps no you should not I'm sure you have some really good amazing creative ideas that you could do but you have to be able to have technical knowledge as well I don't have enough technical knowledge which is why I want to study and learn more things but I would strongly suggest that whoever wants to do something like this should have a bit of technical knowledge as well and uh, those who are listening I want to say before jumping to any sector just start your own resource so that you can find out that whether you are good to jump in this section or whether you are unable to jump this section due to lack of your skills and if you are willing and determined that you should be jump and you should be do this then you have to resources learn it and uh, sharp your skill absolutely what you thought Nancy? absolutely you know i think that a lot of people get into things without fully understanding what they do and the moment you do that you are bound to make mistakes okay yeah. so if you are doing that you will not be able to make the kind of impact that you want and your work will not be able to have the kind of quality that you're looking at so i would strongly say that today in the world we have a lot more possibilities to learn new things and things that we did not have the option of learning earlier now that that possibility has opened to us in the form of the internet mm-hmm. we must learn how to make the most of it Right. So absolutely I do believe that we should be able to learn as many new things as we can and we must be able to sort of get into every aspect of a particular stream if that means that we actually have to start working without enough knowledge even that's fine get into it try out see experiment if you don't like it 
look into the next thing but always remember don't jump in full force without any knowledge at all that's not going to be great that's great so uh in a recent your linkedin post you show us word heals words impact but most importantly what make you introspect what why you thought this thought and when it come to your mind uh this is a very old thought that i've had and uh, you know what i feel is that sometimes when i am looking for answers when i am looking for let's say i'm confused about something or let's say i'm thinking about something when i'm looking for answers very often the answer is not a new thought that i've never had before very often the answer is something that i've heard from somebody else right so for me it is very often that some words that i've heard somewhere make an impact in my life without me realizing it at all which tells me that words are really important and the words that we tell other people the words that we tell ourselves and the words that we tell the world around all these words make a huge impact on who we are and what we are doing and the way we are leading our lives and the way we are creating change and impact in the world now i feel that words really help me heal words help me think but more than anything else words help me introspect and change every time i hear somebody say something different i pick it up and the chances that i'm actually going to think about those words and the chances that i'm actually going to learn something from those words are really high so i feel that words have a huge impact in our lives a word can heal a wounded mind or a word can kill a beautiful mind absolutely oh, that's a great one see that's a great thought absolutely this is the energy which you can learn from experience and uh, your fellow idol so whenever you see a guy or a person who have gear of his skill gear of his knowledge after bouncing so many hurdle so many obstacle and when he sharp his skill you came to know that how you can also come across your barrier your problem and touch your milestone so touching milestone uh, it's a one kind of goal whenever we set a goal after setting a goal we work for this few days but suddenly we get defocused we are shifted our all the focus from a single goal to another goal so i saw that five simple step to shift uh, and uh, stick in your goal in your last linkedin post so my question is that how can i stick with a single goal okay the most important thing if you are going to ask me how can i stick to my goal the most important thing is choosing your goal you know sometimes we choose goals that don't really mean all that much to us let's say today if i choose a goal that's not very important to me the chance is that the first time i see some kind of problem or difficulty i am going to run away from that goal and i'm going to completely abandon it what does that mean that means that our goals have to be something that means a lot to us if our goals don't mean anything much to us we will never be able to stick to them and we will want to run away from them the moment we see a problem so this i think is really huge and we must be able to understand that 
choosing your goal is really half the battle one if the goal means a lot to you the chances that you will stick to it are higher what's also very important i feel is every time there's a problem in the path take a day off take two days off make sure that you are not stuck to that problem you're not thinking only about the problem the moment you take a couple of days off you are able to have a different viewpoint and that different point of view sometimes gives you a different perspective and a different understanding of the goal as a total and that really makes a huge difference so for me what i think is every time there's a goal that i really want to achieve but i'm not understanding how or what i always think of it as an opportunity to reevaluate whether that goal means a lot to me or not if it doesn't it's okay to let it go if it does mean a lot and if i'm stumbling across some problems if i'm stumbling across something i try to see what i can learn from there if i'm still not able to make any kind of an inroad and if i'm not able to make any progress i take one or two days away from that Goal. and i think about something else and sometimes just in that moment of doing something else a great idea comes to my head and i put that in and sometimes things just click from there so really understanding your goals is very important and that helps you to stick to your goal and understanding what the goal means to you that's great absolutely great so beside storytelling you are passionate about photography and video blogs and uh, you have started about the cultural heritage journey and you are showing off the cultural side of nepal right i want to know about it what do you want to know ask me well it's not my question it's uh, all of our audience questions that when and how this journey started and uh, why you are passionate about this Okay so I have always loved traveling even when I was a little kid I used to enjoy traveling my father and grandfather used to take us for vacations once a year mm-hmm. to places like puri or darjeeling so we have always been travelers but my love for nepal started when i came here i realized it's different from india and yet it's also similar so we have our differences and we have our similarities i felt very comfortable in nepal Yet in Nepal, I always felt this is different. The food is slightly different. The landscape is different. You know, so there was this difference, this uniqueness, that really made me fall in love with this place. Now, when I came here, it was difficult for me to settle in, but I always had a lot of love and fondness for Nepalis, for the people of Nepal, for the people who live here, the people who work here. They are extremely patriotic, extremely loving people, most of them. and i realized that if in my way in any way i could contribute in any small way to making this place slightly happier slightly better especially in a year like this i would be doing a good job so i think my entire love for nepal and my entire journey started with that but my journey started in a different way i never thought i'm going to make this video to uh, you know get a lot of views or to help anyone i only made this video because i wanted my friends to visit nepal and my friends were not visiting for many years i had been telling them visit 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 but it just never happened so in order to make my friends feel guilty in a way i told them to sort of okay y'all are not visiting don't visit nepal please never ever visit nepal and that way this tagline came and this tagline became popular and it's just something that worked beautifully 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, about the food of Nepal, she also made a video, three things you should never ever eat in Nepal, which is currently <laughs> yeah. more than 90,000, 90K people have watched in the, over the YouTube. And you should watch the same video if you didn't watch it till now. Right, that video is really popular as well. So we've got around 90,000 on YouTube and 1,50,000 on Facebook. So we have quite a few people who watch that video. And that video talks about the food of Nepal. And Nepal has a very, very, very rich food culture. But that video is funny because out of all the things that are there, there are many, many different communities with different food culture in Nepal. I picked out one food and I said it thrice. So watch the video and you'll understand why it's hilarious. And today I was actually giving an interview to another channel and um, they made me have a plate of that and they made a competition out of it. So I really enjoyed myself and I love the food. Oh my God, I, I, I'm really <laughs> greedy when it comes to good food. Yeah, everybody loves to taste the good and tasty foods. So why should I? why you shouldn't so absolutely my suggestion to who are listening to this right now if you want to visit switzerland or uh, if you want to hike in uh, mount alaska i should say before doing that just just one second please take a pause and visit nepal who knows whenever you can brush your teeth you can say the mount everest who knows you can see <laughs> Yes, I, I absolutely catch this word from your uh, topic. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Nepal is really, really beautiful, you know. And uh, I'm from Calcutta. So my city was crowded and we never got a great view of nature. Mm -hmm. But uh, Calcutta is a very cultural city, right? So yeah. I don't know uh, if you've been to Calcutta or not, but Calcutta is a very, very cultural city. It's a beautiful city, great food again, great people again. The thing is that in Calcutta, I never got such a chance to interact with nature as I get in Nepal. Right. So yeah. when I was here, the first day I was brushing my teeth from my window, I could see mountains. And I'm like, oh my God, really? Is that true? Are there actually mountains? Like, are they like real mountains right outside my window? And then I realized that it's a beautiful city and you get a lot of nature in Nepal as well. So, yes, yeah. if you don't visit Nepal, you will be surprised to find how wonderful Kathmandu is as a place and how beautiful. The nature is in Kathmandu as well as outside. Better outside than Kathmandu, yeah. Yeah. And uh, for for your uh, information, I have visited four times Calcutta, uh, in Calcutta, two times for cultural trip as I was a stage actor and uh, I participated in an enormous uh, stage show in Calcutta and I visited ICCR Calcutta. Wow. Where I have uh, performed in a stage drama. That's amazing. I'm so glad. I know about ICCR. I'm just so glad that you visited Calcutta four times because, you know, culturally again, just like Nepal and India have so many strong cultural bonds, I feel that Bangladesh and India also have extremely strong cultural bonds, especially on the eastern part because we speak the same language. Uh, you know, food yeah. is also really similar. People are similar. Mm -hmm. We have similar songs, mm -hmm. similar taste in music. So yes, absolutely. It's so nice to see that, you know, in our subcontinent as well, we have so many reasons to connect, right? Yes. And whenever I see like any kind of problems happening between countries, it really makes me sad because 
these problems are not created by people like you and me at all. Yeah. We actually love each other. Mm-hmm. I, I have a friend from Bangladesh. I met her in in uh, Kathmandu. Mm-hmm. She had come here for a visit, mm-hmm. and I met her, and we spoke for half an hour. We met on top of a hill. Mm-hmm. I had gone there with my son. He was alone with. Uh, I think she was taking pictures, mm-hmm. and we just became friends, and we're still in touch. And I realized that she's so similar to me in so many ways, right? Yeah. So I realized that as people, we're all very similar. Our pains are the same. Our joys are the same. Our fears are the same. Our insecurities are the same. It is other people. It is other bigger forces that sometimes try to pull us apart. But yeah. you know, the love in our heart is stronger than that. And we must always, always remember that. So the love in our heart is so strong that. You know, when you go to Calcutta, you feel like it's not so different from your city, right? When I go to, let's say, another place in this part of the world, I don't feel it's so different. Kathmandu doesn't feel so different. Even this feels like home to me. When I came here for the first time, also it felt like home. Yes, it's very different from Calcutta as a city, but for me, it always felt comfortable. It always felt like my own. And in the subcontinent, whether we believe it or not, we are more similar than we are different. And I really want. This message to be there with all of us that as people we are very similar. Our similarities are far more than our differences, and we need to celebrate that. And it's only if we can celebrate that, it's only if we can come stronger as a nation, not as a nation, but as nations. If we can come closer as neighbors, we will be doing good for ourselves because that's how we can all progress together. If you see the case of the EU. They all came together. They became like one big giant association, and that really helped them as well. So I think that in the subcontinent also, we are such close friends. We are brothers. We are sisters, and it's lovely to meet people from other countries who are so similar to us and who just connect so easily with us. Yeah, we are like a brother and sister of the neighbor house, not a neighbor country. Absolutely, absolutely.、Uh, There is no barrier at all, but it's、uh, the barrier who who didn't create it. The barrier is happened, but till now we are connected by our heart, by our souls. And one thing Mansi is said that the food habit. Whenever I have visited in、uh, Calcutta, I didn't feel that I'm in a foreign country. I feel that yes, it's a、uh, one kind of my home. And the food habit, yeah, I know that this is、uh, this is pani puri and、uh, which we called.、Uh, In differently, and、uh, this is、uh, dal dalga or、uh, any other things. Right. Most of the food are very similar to Bangladesh, and、uh, the taste is very similar. So absolutely right. Yeah. So any suggestion who are listening、uh, this podcast? Any suggestion to all the people who are listening to this podcast? Yeah. Okay, so、um, I don't have a suggestion because who am I to suggest anything to anybody? But what I can tell you is that, irrespective of which country you're from, if you can work towards making your life better and richer, and by richer I don't mean in terms of money, but if you can work towards making your life richer in terms of value that you bring to the world, in terms of skills, in terms of what you really mean to the world around you. It would mean a lot because this year hasn't been easy for anybody. And in this year, if we can go out of our way and do something different that could help people in our country or people across the world in any way at all, I think it would be a big privilege for us. 
And for me, as I make these videos on Nepal, I realize that there are so many people who are in some indirect way benefiting from it. So sometimes I feel like we started this conversation. Mm-hmm. My words really become my gift. My words really become my thoughts. My words really become what I'm giving people. So if you can do that, if you can share your life, if you can talk, if you can do anything to help anybody, maybe this is the year to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. So we are going to be close. And I have a question that when we will get a book, the Storytelling 101. How to tell a story? Also, I made a video on it, which um, I'm going to share maybe sometime. I have, uh, I've done a lot of trainings for people on storytelling recently. I also spoke at a conference in Malaysia and my topic was Storytelling 101. But I'm really planning to introduce this as a long series so that people can benefit and they know a very authentic way of sharing their own stories. So I will definitely do this sometime. Uh, When? I don't know because right now my work life is honestly really, really, really crazy. This is my fourth session for today. I think you know that, right, Shojip? It's my fourth session for today. And uh, I have been speaking for, I think, seven hours now. And uh, this this is my normal. This is like what I do almost all the time. So for me to be able to actually put my headspace and to be able to put my thoughts into writing a book will take a while. But yes, videos are easier for now and I think I'll stick to that. And when the video releases, I'm sure you'll catch it on my page. Absolutely, I will try to catch it and I want to be react the first audience <laughs> as a first How audience. Sweet. That's really kind of you. And, Thank you. And uh, I have, uh, I also have had uh, chances to take part in ADAPT. Okay. And uh, I have uh, speak a little bit there that why podcasting is matter for public speaker. So that was my topic. And uh, I'm just a learner. And uh, what I have learned towards my uh, journey, and I want to spread it and I want to share it. So we are really, really close to close the show and uh, before uh, closing the show i would like to thank mansi agarwal to be who she is and uh, for uh, granted us sometimes for from our busy schedule and uh, it's a really absolutely uh, great privilege for me to learn from a thought leader and uh, to learn from a fellow toastmaster who have the toastmaster title one of the highest and uh, most important title in Toastmaster sector. So thank you, Mansi, for uh, with us. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you, Onik uh, Dhanubad, to everybody in Bangladesh. Uh, I'm really, really glad that we got a chance to do this. And I would like to thank all of you and I would request you Please, whenever the situation normalizes, do visit Nepal. We will be looking forward to visiting, to having all of you here. We would be looking forward to welcoming you here. And yes, I also do hope, Shojit, that one day I get a chance to visit Bangladesh. Because so far, I've just heard stories about Bangladesh, but I've never got a chance to visit. But I hope that one day I can. And I hope that we can all get together and enjoy some amazing food from around the subcontinent together. Thank you so much. So that's all for today. If you like this show, please don't forget to comment, subscribe and share it with your friend, colleague and family. To spread the knowledge, please click the link in the below 
and you can listen this podcast in your favorite platform. Podobin, Radio Public, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and obviously Anchor FM. So till to the next episode. Till then, bye bye.